News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, as we were discussing earlier, at least 500 people have died in an airstrike on the Al Hal Hill Baptist Hospital in Gaza, health officials say. And Emily Wither, journalist on the ground in Israel, joins us now. Emily, bring us up to speed with what we know, please. Hi, good morning. Well, that hospital strike has really ratcheted up the tension here in the region. We've seen protests now in the West Bank. We've seen protests in Lebanon, in Turkey. We've seen Israeli embassies attacked in various countries in the region. And we've had warnings for Americans and Israelis to get out of certain countries in the Middle East region. So it's really raised tensions. And at the moment, the big question is, what caused the strike The Israeli Defence Forces are absolutely adamant that it is not them. They say that it was a rocket that came from the Gaza Strip, from the militants there, and that it misfired and fell back and hit the hospital. That, of course, is being contested inside Gaza. They say it was an Israeli airstrike. And with President Biden due to arrive here in the next hour or so, we're at a very tense turning point in all of this. Uh, Emily, do we know whether or not it's going to be possible to establish the veracity of both of those claims or either of those claims, whether or not it was an Israeli airstrike or whether it was this idea of a dud missile from Islamic Jihad? I mean, that is such a good question and we all like to know. I mean, there will be open source investigation that takes place now. There are already various videos that have emerged proving one claim or proving the other. I think the problem is, is that this is a very messy and complicated war zone being fought in amongst a civilian population. And look, Hamas does fire rockets from next to hospitals. They do fire rockets from next to hotels. I covered one conflict in Gaza and saw Hamas firing rockets from right next to my hotel. So that does happen. But at the same time, Israel has also bombed hospitals. So when you're dealing with a situation where both sides have been accused of the various atrocities, it's very hard to understand what the picture is. And really, at the end of the day, if you support one side or the other, you're going to believe yeah. those claims. And so we've seen this information spreading across the region and just really setting things off with these mass protests. It has definitely escalated the situation. It has also changed President Biden's itinerary. Well, he's still going to come here and meet with Benjamin Netanyahu, but he was supposed to have this meeting in Jordan with the Palestinian president, Mahmoud Abbas, and the Jordan king, the Jordanian king. That's off the table now in protest because of what's happened. And ironically, Biden was coming here to discuss one of the things that was supposed to be discussed with the Israeli prime minister was how to try and avoid civilian casualties. And so it will be very interesting to see what kind of statements come out of that press conference, whether Biden is going to agree that it was, in fact, a rocket misfire or whether it will take the side of Israel. It depends what kind of proof there is at the end of the day. Harder for America to show unwavering support for the Israelis, should this be shown to be an Israeli airstrike? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Israel at this point needs the United States support in order to carry out a ground invasion in Gaza because it has really lit the region up. We have Hezbollah in the north in Lebanon, backed by Iran, threatening to strike Israel. We have Iran's various proxy groups in neighboring Syria threatening to strike Israel. So really, without the U.S. support, it will be very hard for Israel to just do exactly what it wants inside Gaza. And they have less room to maneuver after what happened last night, because the anger is just so 
palpable in yeah. the Middle East right now. And the, the, the picture in Gaza is just horrifying, absolutely horrifying. Yes, and we, we have seen many of the images here on, on our television screens and, and they are exactly, as you say, they are horrifying. They're actually extremely difficult to, to watch. I suppose, lastly, Hannah, you, you mentioned the ground offensive. Um it hasn't occurred as yet and there's been some conversations I suppose around the idea that perhaps Israel are, are holding back from it, perhaps that the reservists aren't fully trained, perhaps they don't feel ready to go in, it's a, it's a complex move to go into to Gaza. Is there anything being discussed about that uh, on the ground? Well I think everyone's quite surprised that the ground invasion hasn't happened yet. We've been down in the south for days now in Israel and seen a huge troop build up, we've seen artillery fire going into Gaza And there's a few theories around why the ground invasion hasn't taken place yet. Firstly, because possibly of U.S. pressure uh, against um, trying to help civilians, trying to make sure civilians are in safe places. But also because you have um, at least 199 hostages inside Gaza and there are concerns that if Israel is to go in, the hostages uh, might lose their lives or be used as bargaining chips. I think we also have to understand that a ground invasion in Gaza is going to be incredibly difficult. Yeah. It will be street to street fighting. And if you'll allow me quickly to make a comparison, when when the battle to retake Mosul took place to push out Islamic State, and that was street to street fighting, that took 277 days. And so we could be looking at something here that could take months and um, you know, with this concern about civilian life, it's hard to see how that can go ahead right now. Look, thank you very much to, for speaking to us this morning. That is Emily Wither, their journalist in Israel. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.